남편이 죽었는데 안 놀랬대. 참 놀라운 부인이네. 가서 목격자 없는 변사자는 부검하는 게 매뉴얼이라고 설명해. 쉬운 말로 해드려. 우리만으로도 안 놀랄 것 같은데? 그럴 줄 알았다고. 그래서 경찰이랑 결혼하기 싫었다고. 보는 사람 없는 데서 이유 모르게 돌아가신 분은 시체를 열어서 들여다보는 게 매뉴얼. 아니, 정해진 순서. 라고 하면 은 쉬워요? 더 쉽게. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Retro Movie Podcast, the podcast where everything is connected. I'm your host, Jacob Thompson, and joining me is my co-host, friend, and the person most likely to tell his co-worker they can't afford an expensive lunch, so get it something cheap, but then a cute lady comes and he gets the deluxe sushi set. Alex Perkins, Burke, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm well, thanks. Uh, at work, we don't get to choose. We have specific days <laughs> when we get specific <laughs> restaurants, so I can get her, like, the the nicest pizza at Devani's, but it's still going to be Devani's. Yeah. Speaking of Devani's, you ever have their sandwiches? Their their hot hoagies are, are pretty good. I have. They're, yeah, they're pretty good. Big big fan of that. A little too heavy on the lettuce, but other than that. Yeah, what can you do? This is not uh, a Devani's review show, to be clear. <laughs> it, it could be. It could yeah, be. wait a minute. We can get into it. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is the show where every week Perk and I review a movie connected to the last one we watched. Uh, if you like our show, we post pretty much every Friday on podcast services as well as YouTube. And uh, yeah, come watch movies with us, tell your friends about it, and uh, have a good time. Last week, we watched the movie A Taxi Driver. And our connection to this week's movie is the actor Seo Hyun Woo, who just played like a security officer in A Taxi Driver. But in this film, he plays Slappy, um, mm. who is you know, kind of an important side character. Um, and yeah, this week's movie was Decision to Leave. So, Perk, why don't you intro it for us? Yeah, all right. Uh, so, Decision to Leave is a 2022 joint directed by Park Chan-wook, uh, starring Park Hae-il and Tang Wei. Uh, it follows a police detective in Busan who uh, is investigating the death of a, a mountain climber uh, and talking to his wife and, and their fates kind of intermingle and, and he falls for her despite having a wife back home in, in Ipo and, and, uh, antics and soup. Uh, a couple fun facts. The, this movie is, which is just, it's cool to see stuff like this, but the movie is based on a series of Swedish books. Oh, okay. um, and it's not a direct adaptation. It's kind of, uh, Basically, Park Chan-wook pitched the idea as what if this character from these books fell in love with a suspect? That was his mm, idea okay. for the film. Gotcha. Um, and uh, the the books from the series are, are featured in the movie on on tables and scattered around. Just as like oh, a that's, bit of that's fun. Egg. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, nice, uh, Perk. I feel like we might disagree. Uh, this week, uh, okay. so I'll go to you first. What did you think of decision to leave? Um, I th- this is a weird one because I love it, but I think I'm too dumb to understand why I love it. <laughs> that makes any sort of semblance of sense. Okay. Um, for me, I it's really not for me. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, not enough thriller, too much romance. Um, also just found it not predictable, but not surprising. Um, and also felt it very, it was very overly dramatic um, in the third act, especially. And I think there's some really cool editing stuff. Like, I think the way that it is super, like, interesting and fun and, like, creative that we don't get to see a lot. Um, but overall, like, yeah, nothing really surprised me in this film. And it just wasn't, I don't know. I don't think, it, again, I'm not saying it was bad. I think it just was not my cup of tea. I think that's fair. Uh, it's certainly, it's an, it's an odd story. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's almost like a noir type uh, detective movie, but mixed in with a, a romantic drama. Like a K-drama. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but I, I can see where you're coming from. I think at a minimum, I think we're in agreement. I think this movie is kind of a, a technical marvel. Yeah. I think all the, the bells and whistles are nice and shiny. Um, I think the directing is great. The editing is fantastic. There are a yeah. lot of really cool edits. Uh, some some interwoven scenes, uh, which we can talk about a little bit. But mm-hmm. the uh, and for me, I think it, it's interesting how often I say this, but I think the strongest point of the movie for me was the score, mm. um, and the way it, it kind of it feels like a bit of a modernized noir type score with some, you know, slow and, and sad horns and, and some oboe in there mixed in. and But it has a, a modernistic type vibe and some cool percussive elements that feel kind of jarring purposefully. Mm. Um, as well as the, I think the acting is terrific, but I can, I can see where you're coming from. It's, it's definitely long. Uh, it has it's a, very long. <laughs> it has a lot of romance. Mm. Um, which, if, if you're not compelled by that, it, it can certainly take you out of it. That's for well, sure. Well, it's hard to be compelled by it when the dude has a wife that's, like, a good wife. You know, it's like, you know, it, it's hard for me to root for this romance of this couple. And it's like, you're cheating on your wife, you know. Um, and also, I, like, I don't yeah. trust, I don't trust, uh, what's her name? Song, Song, Song. Su Ray for a second in this movie, you know. Um, but that being said, the way it ends was pretty kind of anticlimactic i really thought she was gonna kill him at the end i thought she was gonna push him off that cliff and then we cut to his wife being like oh, i knew it like he predicted earlier in the film um i thought it was gonna be yeah this more of more of a twist or more yeah um but it just turned out of just it was kind of like a romeo and juliet kind of situation with some people that were like not like full-blown crazy but a bit obsessive um and i think like to go back to positives like the editing to portray that was really good like you mentioned the score being jarring the editing is extremely jarring intentionally so and like i think it's very very effective like all the scenes in the beginning when like he's like watching her with the binoculars and he's like in the room yeah and like all like all that stuff is like super cool and like really gets you in the mind of this character um but also like it's kind of creepy right i'm like this he's a detective but he's a detectives are kind of creepy what do they have to do like he's watching her you know eat ice cream and stuff like you know um so I think like the first half for me was a lot stronger. The second half was a real drag. It's like, what are we doing? We're just rehashing this again. She's just trying to get him back in her life. Sure. But then like the way her husband died wasn't that interesting. Um, and then she just, you know, dies. And it's like, I don't know. The second half really, really dragged for me. Um, 
So this is this is part of what I was talking about, where like I I don't think I can properly properly articulate. Um, but I was concerned because it is about halfway through the movie that the reveal happens that um, she did kill her husband and mm-hmm. and covered it up. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm I'm curious how they're gonna do another half of the movie. Uh, this could get dull, and I was more than compelled. I think. Okay. Potentially, even the second half was more effective for me. Um, through, I, I, I don't know. I was very, I was very attached to the romantic relationship, even though I, I agree it's not one that you work for or, or that you root for. But mm-hmm. I, it was incredibly interesting to me. I was, I was enthralled, and I think a lot of that was um, good performance. Yeah, uh, I mean, the performances were outstanding. Yeah, I, I think. I think we're certainly in agreement there. I think that at, at least with the the two leads were really, really outstanding. Um, yeah. And I don't know. They may have gotten some recognition. This kind of stuff usually doesn't get recognition in America. I saw it won some BAFTAs. I didn't okay. see what for. But. Um, this, this dodged uh, the international Oscar nomination mm-hmm. in in defense of that. This was a very strong field for that and one of the movies that did get in uh, was EO, the Polish donkey movie that I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. So mm-hmm. if that gets in over this, I, that's a it's a trade I'm willing to take. But um, yeah, I, surprisingly enough, I think the the back half of the movie and how it kind of focuses way more heavily on on their relationship it really worked for me. And <laughs> I, I'm not a big like romance guru, and it's definitely a little soapy, but. I think part of just the the way it's put out there, the way it's the way the movie is presented, uh, it really helps carry that for me. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah again, it's the a personal preference thing. Um, you mentioned briefly, it becomes a bit too soapy for my taste at the end there. And I think one thing that I didn't like about the directing was some of the camera camera movements were very overly dramatic in my opinion, especially in the second half. Like, it's very like sweeping shots and like. Oh, this is so like, you know, and I'm just like, ah, this is a bit too much for me. Um, I was also pretty jarred by when we get the time skip. We see Song Su Ray getting, you know, beat by Slappy wearing a wig. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, is she an actress? Is this, is she, you know, I had no idea what the heck was going on with her. And then, because she seems like it's a different person almost in the right. second half of this movie. Um, so that was very jarring as well. Um, so it took me a while to kind of get to speed there, but yeah, like, and not to, I said, like, I'm not, I wasn't rooting for their relationship because again, like, yeah, I don't trust her and he's cheating on his wife. I still found it like romantic and like sexy. I think that worked and the actors really sold that. Um, but I just didn't really end up caring that much <laughs> just because of the I, nature of the situation. And I think it, it's also, it's impressive that the romantic, uh, connection was so strong without the physical because there there aren't sex scenes well there mm-hmm. there are but with him and his wife yeah um, but there aren't sex scenes between the like the couple with the infidelity yeah. um which I, we've chatted about this in the past but I, I don't know sex scenes usually uh don't intrigue me that much because you're not you're not usually learning a lot um it there's not too much progression to be had uh, the the way that 
some other scenes can be like metaphors for sex. I that mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is compelling, and there's some of that in this movie with because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times meals can be representative sex, representative, and uh, there are yeah a bunch of shared meals that they have, and like you mentioned with the expensive sushi, and mm-hmm. that those kind of are symbolic of that without rubbing it in your face. Right. Um, but yeah, the fact that they they were able to have such a romantic connection without actually having it be physical, I thought was cool. Yeah, it's definitely a testament to to the actors. I think they yes. they really really sold that. Um, and yeah, speaking about the food, I, I loved all the food scenes in this movie. I, I love some good food porn, but just yeah, the, the food was just sewed really well, and just kind of the culture was shown well. And then I thought like the hygiene stuff was really interesting, and I wasn't sure if it was just a him thing or a culture thing. But like after they have the sushi, like they show like them cleaning up. And he's like, you know, here's a toothbrush, like brush your teeth. Like that was just very interesting to me. And I, again, I don't know if that's a culture thing in Korea or, or just like him. And I think maybe it could have been his character because she mentions later how like, for the word she's about how like proper he is or like dignified, nicely, dignified. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that was playing into that, but I, I just really enjoy seeing that stuff. Like the little kind of moments like that. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of moments. This is just something I really like. Uh, to see in in anything. But there are a lot of moments in this movie, like stuff like that, when you're talking about how they emphasize hygiene. And it's there are tons of parts of this movie where, to risk my Zoomer showing, I, I was watching, I'm like, he's cooking here. Like the, the director wants me to notice something. There's something here he wants me to pick apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a bunch of scenes, like the way that, the scene is shot with them on top of the mountain in the snow. The way her headlamp is kind of accentuated, yeah. almost looks like a lighthouse. And I'm like, what? I I must I must dig, you know? And yeah, uh, there's something. Go- yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, that, yeah, that whole scene. I'm like, there's something thematically with her. Yeah, I think it was just up to obscure her because it was mm-hmm. like a dangerous situation. Sure. Um, where so yeah, she could push him off right now, maybe. Um, or like, there's a there's a very short scene where he and his wife are uh, just like. I don't know what the right word is, but like shelling pomegranates. And I'm like, yeah, something is happening here. There's, there's, there's something for me to find. And I, I really like when a lot of threads are left to pull on, even if I'm, you know, haven't thought hard enough to figure out what's going on. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of cool stuff. This movie, I just think, yeah, on the whole, not my, not my genre, but I, I think that's um, fair. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like what we're talking about with with parasites like i'm not trying to call this a bad movie no and <laughs> it's, it's not what i needed right now it's not like uh you're just averse to the like genre of romance i think D- didn't we mm-hmm. both like like in the mood for love oh yeah that, yeah. that movie is only romance so yeah and also only infidelity but it's definitely a different relationship so I, yeah i I'm, basically i'm trying to say that your your opinion has uh good standing yeah I, I will say i was surprised because I, I had forgotten and then remembered after i had looked on mdb like this is the same director as old boy yeah and i'm like man these are very different movies <laughs> um because i mean i mentioned the podcast like old boy is like my favorite one of my favorite villains of all time and in this movie it's like yeah like the characters are like um strong and well-developed but it's not as likable um they're not as like i don't know 
I just couldn't I couldn't connect with them as much. I just didn't care as much. I don't know. It's hard yeah, to well, express it, it exactly. Can, it can definitely be tough to empathize. You know, if you've never cheated on a, a loved one, or, <laughs> but like murdered your like murdered your partner. So well, not even that. Maybe just like I mean, I haven't experienced the kind of connection that sure. um, Jang Haijun and Song Su Rei, you know, experienced this movie. Maybe if you have, then you would kind of get it more. Um, yeah, I was expecting more of kind of a bang at the end, and it says more of a not a whimper, but it's just it's a quieter sure. thing, and it like the way. The cleverness of her, you know, killing herself is very, like, I don't know, cool is the wrong. It's very clever. Like, I would not have think of it as a way to, like, kind of hide yourself um, yeah. and him kind of running around at the end. But I, that some of those shots of him running around the beach is also very, like, K-drama. And I'm just like, this feels almost unserious. Like, it's... it's they're really pretty shots, though. Yeah, they are. The cinematography in this movie is great. Um, yeah, I, I, the, I like the ending quite a bit. I Once again, it's... There's a, a dichotomy in this movie between the mountains and the sea and, you know, they're together at the top of the mountain, but it, it can never be. And so she makes her way back to the sea as she says, she's mm-hmm. a, a woman of the sea. And that's, that's mm-hmm. how she goes out. There's, there's cool symbolism in here. I just, I need to yeah. figure out what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as recommendations, I had, yeah, I had forgotten about in the mood for loving. That's a great shout. Um, I'll ask you because I haven't seen it, but Past Lives, would that be a good one or am I stretching um, on that one? No, but also go see Past Lives. Like, <laughs> I, they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're especially comparable, but I like it's, it's probably in the running for my favorite movie of the year. So, uh, Also has, it kind of has a love triangle, but not so much that like you still root for all the characters in that one. So Right. Um, one that came to mind for me, I guess, is just kind of, uh, Gone Girl, maybe. Mm, uh, I haven't seen it, but I wouldn't it, be surprised. Basically, it covers like a, a, a toxic relationship and, and the fallout and, you know, a, a woman who does what she needs to do to, to save herself, basically. So, yeah. um, some th- thematic similarities, although that's a, that's a different movie in, in tone for sure. It's less yeah. less romance, more thriller. So, right, right. Well, all right, that is our review of Decision to Leave. Uh, stick around to the end of the episode when I reveal what we're watching next week. But before that, it's a little bit of bonus review time, Perk. Um, and I got two anime I want to talk about. Yeah, um, I've been I've been reading, so I don't have one. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably review a book whenever I finish it. So. I'd be down to hear that. Um, first anime I talk about is Hajime no Ippo. Um, I think I might have mentioned this before, maybe. This is an older uh, boxing anime from the 90s. Um, and I finished it recently. It's like 75 episodes long. Um, I absolutely love this. Uh, I Sports anime is you know kind of a dime a dozen, um, so it can get kind of samey. But I think what sets this one apart so well is, one, just seeing like the technicality of boxing, which like, I, I know kind of about from watching like boxing movies, but seeing like, okay, you know, you're going to fight against this dude. This is what his moves are. What's our strategy to counter that? We're going to train in this way. You know, that's really fun and interesting. And I think his boxing is a very interesting sport. Um, but beyond that, I was just surprised at how good the pacing in the show is. Like it is just, I think older anime 
I'll I'm say older. Just anime in general can have an issue with pacing a lot of times. But this is just like, it's very snappy. It's like, you know, we're we, then a fight is announced. We're training for the fight. Then we're in the fight. And then we have maybe like an episode after of just kind of relaxing filler. And then we're back. And it's just that cycle over and over again. But it remains interesting because there's always a new challenge. And it just always moves at such a clip that you're just really invested. Um, so, yeah, I think I would recommend it to any any sports fan uh, or boxing fan or, you know, if you like sports anime, this is a, a great one. Um, the only, like, knock I have for it is, like, it is older, so there's some, like, toxic masculinity jokes that are just haven't aged well. Um, but thankfully, you can kind of ignore that because it's just on the side. Like, you're not – none of that's happening, like, in the in the main action of it. So, um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I'm going to try to watch. There's, what, like, a movie after, and there's, like, some other sequel series, but they're not accessible right now. So, hopefully, I can watch them at some point. But, um, yeah, really, really loved uh, Hajime no Ippo. Would recommend. The other uh, thing that happened, Paragon, if you heard, but Attack on Titan is finally over. Uh, yeah, I did. I heard it ended, right? Was that this yeah. weekend? Yeah, it was this weekend. After 10 years, um, it ended. And it's it's so hard <laughs> to talk about um, because there's, you know, four seasons. The first three are just immaculate, in my opinion. It was absolutely perfect. Such an interesting mystery and characters and, like, themes and all that. Um, season four is so muddy. Um, there's a time skip. There's new characters. We're in a new location. There's a lot going on. Um, but the the series is about the cycle of violence and the cycle of hate between groups and, you know, a group hurting another and then them responding in, in retaliation and back and forth, back and forth. And, um, you know, I was very curious to see how they would end it. And I'm not super happy with it. Like, I don't know. I, I think I need to watch some YouTube videos of people smarter than my, myself <laughs> breaking down, um, you know, what happened there. And it's hard to talk about without spoiling it. So I'll try to be brief here. But like it ends up being very hopeless and kind of cynical um which may be more realistic but i think it's just not what we need right now um and also just kind of at that point it's like what's the point of the story then if that's going to be kind of the takeaway um the other thing is that the main character how they are what their arcs end up being and what they end up doing i don't think they deserved the ending they got um i think it was a bit too too light um so yeah, it's it's a hard, it's a weird series to talk about, and you know, I I think I'd probably still recommend it, um, but yeah, I just don't think the ending was everything it could have been. Um, like I said, it just becomes very very dark <laughs> and very hopeless, um, which is, you know, not not always the best. So. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's it's always tough when you'd almost rather that a show have like three mid seasons in the middle then not stick the landing yeah yeah i i would agree i and i i know like i me personally like i'm very my opinion of a show is very much influenced by the ending like if it ends badly um it's gonna like not ruin the entire show but become close right well yeah because um, all that work was up to this you know it's right right yeah. and uh, you know i'm a, I'm a big themes guy and it's like if i feel like the themes become inconsistent or just i don't know unsatisfying it's like again what was the point of telling the story like what what message were you trying to tell with this because it's very clearly like inspired by like you know the holocaust and historical events and stuff um so yeah it, it i just don't think it it was fully it was fully all that it needed to be at the end there so a bit unfortunate but you know 
that's just my opinion. Other people might have different takes. Um, I also, I haven't looked into it, but it seems like they might have changed the ending a bit from the manga to the anime. Um, I am not 100% sure on that. So maybe there's some stuff there that is better on one of the two sides. But um, yeah, in, in any case, it, the, the saga is over. <laughs> Attack on Titan has ended and it will go down as one of the best series in history, I think. But I think with a bit of a, an asterisk um, at the end there. So that is a uh, bonus reviews next week. We're doing a little bit of a cheat and, you know, I'm sorry, but we should have watched decision to leave before uh, a taxi driver. All right. Then there wouldn't have been any problems. It's not, it's just, not cheating. There's still a connection. There's still kind of just a little bit of a hop, skip and a jump. We've, we've done worse. <laughs> we have, we have done worse. Um, so we're going to watch train to Busan, which I'm, I'm very excited about. It's uh, another very popular Korean film. Uh, our connection is Park Hae-il, who plays the detective uh, in this movie. He was in a movie called Skeletons in the Closet, which also featured the actress Jung Yoo-mi, who is in Train to Busan. So just using kind of one movie as a little connecting, jumping-off point. It's a little um, bad to bounce on. Yeah, so uh, Train to Busan next week, you got a lot of options. It's on Prime. It's on Peacock. It's on Paramount. It's on Tubi. It's on Freebie. You should be able to watch this movie. Um even free with that. So, um, yeah, we'll be doing that. And until then, thanks for watching. Bye. Bye bye.